Hey everybody, little podcast foreplay going on right here. We have a new episode coming out. Me and Tanya back at it again. But first, I wanted to check in with you guys and talk about some late-breaking cruise stuff that happened today really, really quickly. So Royal Caribbean is going to say goodbye to two of their cruise ships. You got the Majesty of the Seas and the Empress of the Seas. See, this is a little bit of a silver lining for me, not because I want to see those ships go or any ship go. It's always said, you know, we do have a personification vibe with a lot of these cruise ships, but I do think that, you know, these cruise lines, they're kind of being forced to, I guess, let go of some of their dead weight. And when you look on a cruise, I guess, schedule, and you see the perfect itinerary, the perfect departure port, the perfect date, the perfect price, a lot of times you're a little disappointed because you're like, oh, but it's on this ship. No offense. I'm not trying to ruffle feathers here to people who love those ships, but... And I know there is a special place in a lot of people's hearts, but I've been saying it for a while. I do really... uh, I, I find myself being an advocate of upgrading the equipment and you know this is kind of forcing a lot of the herd to be thinned out and you know when cruising gets back you know they're going to replace the ship so i feel as though this is just a little bit of an opportunity looking on the bright side being not so cynical for a change uh and thinking that you know what maybe long term we could benefit from all this. The other thing I wanted to talk about today was Norwegian. Norwegian is battling. They're trying to stay alive. I do believe they will stay alive, but what the hell do I know, right? But I will say they are taking out what was initially initially another $500 million. By the end of the day, they upped that by $350,000 more, and they have sold junk bonds uh, basically taking out another loan to obtain more liquidity to the tune of $850 million. And uh, that should get them by close to another year. I'm not really sure, but we will see. A uh, lot of speculation still out there, a lot still up in the air in the midst of the fact that, yes, you'll hear on the podcast that I talk about uh, considering booking this cruise on the oasis of the seas i will have you know that as of today as of 11:48 p.m today i'm sorry 11:48 a.m today i booked myself on a labor day weekend cruise at a new york city on a balcony a central park facing balcony on oasis of the seas very very happy about it if anybody one of you want to join the join the cruise there should be a couple of us going we'll see how uh We'll see how many people we can convince to take this sailing if this sailing actually sails. We'll see. I do know it's a risk. I do know it is a uh, a little bit of a backpedal from my previous stance, but I'm going to tell you one thing and one thing for real and one thing only. Damn, it feels good to be booked. Let's start the show.
Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the world famous, or not so famous, or getting less famous every week, Staycation Podcast. And here we are. We're in the mix again this week. Tanya, how was your week? How did everything go for the weekend for you? Um, everything went all right. How about you? Very well. There was like a very like um, work answer that you gave you. Like very, every, everything went all right. How about you? Like nothing mm, happened? I know. Nothing um, to catch up on? Nothing to, no funny... Uh, well, I went to Applebee's with my mom over the weekend, but we didn't eat there. We we did like, you know, curbside pickup. Okay. And I feel like Applebee's has really, Applebee's, Red Lobster, more so Applebee's, they, these places take the cake with, hey, hey, look at this delicious, delicious food. And then I got my burger and my French fries, and I oh, that's like, like that edible. You talking about that edible catfish? <laughs> yes, I got edibly ed- edibly catfished. That's the catfishing on the TV. They make it look like with the filters, and uh, you know, a lot of times the mayonnaise isn't even mayonnaise; it's like glue. It's glue. Yeah, yeah. I I did once. I was fascinated by like um, food photography and stuff like that, and I found out the little trick about how they get things to look like they're steaming but they're not and right. you know in a bowl of cereal it's glue and flakes not milk of course it is but, crazy um, I mean especially the fast food if, if the fast food that they make if that ever looked anything remotely close to it I'd be shocked you're absolutely right and I agree with you but at the same time hey that Whopper is going down and it's gonna taste fantastic i'm gonna love it the fries are gonna be hot and you know salty and crispy but applebee's like the food just it looks like (laughs) it looks like somebody put it together with two left hands yeah it's just it doesn't look as appetizing it was a dry burger anyway and i was just like well this sucks like we should have done red lobster because then at least we would have gotten the cheddar biscuits yeah, but you know, you would have had to tip and all that stuff and everything. Well, we like didn't that. eat there. Right. So even though we got it, you know, to go Oh, to go take it on the still, run, baby. That's yeah, the way you want it, baby. But we still tip. Right. Oh, you should, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I was working yesterday and this girl I was working with, she got stiffed. They were stiff in her left and right. That oh, sucks. Really that bad, really especially sucks. in these conditions too, during the uh pandemic and everything. I ha- I had a uh, down in the dumps day on Saturday. That sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Well, that's when right. I had my shitty burger, so. Really? <laughs> I guess. Okay. We were, I'm simpatico with you. Have you ever had those days where you just don't like, feel like taking on anything? A hundred percent. And you don't know why? Um. Yes, I have all the time. Well, not all the time, but every now and then where yeah. I'm just like, it's an Eeyore mood where yeah. you're just like, oh. Yeah, you so it's just like you're just not not ready to take it. It's just it's just a rough day. So that's what I had, and and I knew though that was like I said it on the Patreon. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I have a Patreon: p a t r e o n dot com slash always be booked. I think we're going on like seven or eight days straight here. We don't miss a day with the Patreon anymore. And the other thing is, is like, listen, if you don't want this, don't do the Patreon. What it is is just it's been more raw lately, been more like kind of like coming from the hard talking. Have you you're a Patreon now, Tanya, aren't you? Yep. And I've heard it and I like it. I think it's nice for every now and then you want to hear somebody who's going through some, you know. Oh yeah, I'll put yeah. GTSS. Yeah, exactly. So, that was Saturday. And the one thing I said on the Patreon was that I kind of knew that, you know what, this is going to pass. This is today, so kind of like living it, wallowing it, 
uh, embrace it because the more you embrace it, the more you kind of, I guess, you know, I was listening to some country music. I never really drink by myself. I would probably say the amount of times I've done it. I mean, the only times I've ever really done it is when I've done like live streams and things like that. And then, or if I'm podcasting and I did it the other night. So I had a, a, a big giant red solo cup full of vodka and uh then to my chagrin tanya much to my chagrin mm-hmm. i was out of uh lemon seltzer water i was out of bubbly <laughs> what'd you do water just just cut it with vodka a little water? water yeah vodka water like a freaking 90 year old in a corner bar <laughs> with a shaky hand with a shaky hand talking and about an, a- un- an unmovable opinion about certain things as I always i could have been a contender yeah <laughs> And, uh, well, the next day I felt, I did feel a lot better. Sunday I felt a lot better. You know what I did? I went back in the archives, and I don't know if you've done this ever, stuff you watched as a kid all the time. I did it with Lady in the Tramp once, phenomenal picture. And then the other day I watched Peanuts, the Peanuts. Oh, did you? Yeah, I put YouTube on, and I was like, you know, the Charlie Brown Christmas. And have you watched it recently at all or no? I haven't. I haven't seen it in so long. You remember I, the, it though, well, right? the last peanuts movie i do watch it's the great pumpkin charlie brown yeah and i try to catch that every year but i haven't seen um no so it's crazy because you watch these things and you put them on like as an adult and it's just it's different you're watching these things and it and it just it registers differently than it did when you first watch it as a kid because when you're a kid you're watching it oh look at the cool little drawing you know the funny that he fell down she kicked he, she picked up the ball and he was trying to kick it so yeah oh good grief this that that's the stuff you're paying attention to when you're a kid yeah but when you're an adult you're like man this could be really depressing if i let myself fall down this rabbit hole of uh well first of all i mean start with charlie brown like this kid walking around Four minutes into the show, you're like, if this kid was walking around today, he'd be on Ritalin. They would have, they would have, <laughs> he'd be on like a, a yeah. cocktail of like, uh, yeah, prescription we gotta get this meds. kid some stuff, dude. This kid can't walk around like this. He's he's a disaster. <laughs> he's depressed. He's sad. He's uh, and those two things mean kind of the same thing. And I know that, <laughs> but it is what it is. He was just walking around. I'm like, what the hell's going on? He's depressed. He's sad. He's unhappy. Yeah. Yeah, and then you start seeing all the other characters. Like so, like Linus, you could tell. Like Linus likes that blanket, and he sucks his thumb. But you could tell that Linus is the smart one. You could tell that Linus is the type of kid who's gonna have a rough go, maybe even into college, maybe even a couple years after. But he's gonna peak at like twenty nine, thirty two, and he's gonna have this. He's definitely gonna have the sports car. He's gonna have the girls, and it's gonna be like. Linus is gonna be. He's gonna like. He's gonna be out in Silicon Valley in the tech game, and he's gonna. He's gonna invent something. You know. Okay. So he's gonna have. He's gonna have that. You could tell this. If that's up. the case, and then it made sense because then I thought that, and then I'm like, wait a minute, he was the one on the spelling bee, right? I don't remember. I think they did a spelling bee, and I think Linus was the one. So I think that's not by mistake. I think they are setting him up to be the smart one, if I'm not mistaken. But then, this what's her name, Lucy, the bully. The, the girl. Yeah. Yeah. His life. That's flat out the Kardashian. A hundred percent. Which one? Uh, Kim. Or I mean, just like really, the whole. Yeah, exactly. The whole thing. Okay. But like this chick is going to set up a freaking booth. She's got no formal training. Hmm? And she's going to set up an advice booth. 
People are going to roll up to her, stand there like who? Famous for nothing. Just literally for no reason, okay. people are going to give this chick money. He's going to roll up, no formal training, and even before he's even allowed to. And they're supposed to be friends. Right. You know right, I mean? right. Okay. All right. Not good at all. I'm, I'm very interested in where this conversation is going because I have had my own observations about the Peanuts gang. And, okay. you know. Well, that's, it's not going anywhere. Well, I mean. Like, this, is, this is it. You're in it. If, <laughs> if Linus is, you know, then I guess Schroeder is the prodigy. No, no. First of all, Schroeder is a whole different story. Why is he a whole different story? You know, just Schroeder, Schroeder he'll bang your girl. Ah. <gasps> You think so? Oh yeah, with that piano. You think that I thought that he was more of like. Do you see the they quiet roll up there? Yeah, exactly. That's the one you got to watch out oh, for. He's right. acting okay. like he's not interested. He's playing the apathy role. So he's at the piano and the girls are walking around and he's literally like he's acting like he's not interested in any of them. And mm-hmm. Charlie, forget about it. Charlie. If that's your friend, you watch that kid with both eyes because with his. And they're all dancing and he's like just got his head down. And then they yeah, then they kind of roll up to the piano. He's Schroeder is basically the DJ, the Peanuts DJ. Okay, yeah, okay, I dig it. I'm totally digging that. These one. people have yep, their roles. I get it, and get it is it. true. These people kind of had like a, a whole. And yeah, he's a prodigy, I guess, because he's he's a genius. But yeah, he's like he's the slick one. Charlie Brown's putting his heart out there. He's putting his emotions out there. He's telling you how he feels. Schroeder, you don't know nothing. He's a blank wall, and basically, he'll 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 run through that gang. <laughs> he'll run through them. Well, except for you know, not like Peppermint Patty and her girlfriend. Peppermint Patty has a girlfriend. Peppermint Patty and the because she wasn't really she didn't have a starring role in this one. I remember. <laughs> I remember talking about cartoons and you just said a starring role. Yeah, she didn't have. She the wasn't, starring role is always Snoopy and Charlie. Yeah, but there was. No, I don't even see. I don't even correct me if Peppermint I'm wrong. Peppermint Patty is the Tommy one. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. If you saw Peppermint Patty, I was looking. I was looking for well, that chick. I told you I didn't. I haven't watched it in yeah, a very no, long I know, time. I know, but I what is talking, what is her story? So she's. I'm so, talking about the gang in general. So she's uh she's LGBTQ. LGBT, LGBTQ. She's that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she has her little girlfriend and, you know. Wow, very progressive. I don't know, sir. Are you sure about that? I mean, that's just my opinion and probably a, a lot of other people's. Okay, all right. That so I don't think we re- Patty. Well, the thing is, is that it, these are things that, like, as you grow older, you start to. She does have a deeper voice than Linus. <laughs> you start to just kind of, like. Maybe you're lending a bit of your personality and your upbringing to these fictional characters, but right. like, you know, this is a wholesome show, and you know he's the underdog, Charlie Brown. But you know, ultimately, in the end, they all come together and they sing and they hold hands. What's his name? Schroeder or Schroeder? What Schroeder. Is it? Go again. And then, what's the deal with the the the, the dirtbag kid? <laughs> the little pig pen. They got a pig pick. Oh now talk God. about you want to talk about offensive. I think I, I I don't I never got that kid. He's just constantly followed by like a cloud of dust. Yeah, or the cloud of dust follows him, or he follows it. Nobody knows chicken <laughs> of the egg type scenario there, and but he's just got. They, what do you think? Like, I think maybe maybe he's the poor kid. So he's the poor kid, and they make him full of dirt. I I know it's terrible. It is terrible, right? I'd like to think that. Uh, what's his name? Charles, Charles Schultz. Schultz is a little bit more progressive than to make him the pork. Maybe he just likes to be stinky. Maybe he likes to be stinky. Now you can make this argument that 
because uh, I think it is a little rough. You got a kid, you got dirt. You're drawing dirt flying off this kid <laughs> and flies. There <laughs> are flies. There are flies, flies that shoot off him, and he's. But I think what's good is that they still let him in the musical. They still let him in the musical. They still hang out with him. You gotta notice nobody gets within five, ten feet of him. <laughs> but he's in there. He's there. He's in there. He's in the mix. And what about that chick? I don't even know if they give her a name. She don't shut up about her naturally curly hair. Sally. That's Sally. Is it? The, is she the one that says my sweet baboo to Linus? I don't or know. Or Schroeder. Maybe. Or but Linus? probably. Yeah. Maybe I don't she was. Remember. Yeah, she was the one always hanging around the piano, waiting for him to stop playing for a second so he can take her in the back. But what I'm saying is. <laughs> He, take her into the DJ booth. Yeah, exactly. Take her in a booth. You know, give her to tune her up a little bit. Oh God, it's out of line, right? Um, but I'm telling you right now mm-hmm. that uh, the the dirt thing is not right. No, the dirt thing is not right. But I my my grandmother used to take care of kids when we were growing up. Your grandmother threw dirt on the kids? No, no. But there was like one kid who just he never wanted to bathe. Right. And I think that's well. We I know that we, know, we the, know. We know. We know. So owe maybe every... this kid comes from a neglectful home where yeah. they're like, he doesn't want to take a bath. So you know, and then the dad is like, but they're calling him Pigpen, and the mom is like, we have to let him express himself. You want to? Uh, you, you might. Oh, we got to let him express him. No, you got to clean him. Is what you got to do. Listen, I just took that. Yeah, into, but we like, all know every single class. We all know that there was two or three of them that you know there was they were greased up from three days ago. You know. It happens, but I was disappointed in one part of it. Okay. And one thing I like, I remembered was when the adults talk. Oh, the wah, wah, wah? Yeah, there was no wah, 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 wah. Wait, you mean that there wasn't? There or? was not. And I'm trying to figure out why, because usually they always have, whether it's a teacher or it's, uh, you know, somebody. Is this the original from 19-whatever? No, they always had that. No, I know that they did, but I, this wasn't like a remake or anything, right? No, no, no. This was it. This was the real thing. Hmm. I'm sure that there's a story behind that. i look it up for you. If I had known that this was going to be a thing, I would have had an answer for you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is. It, it was just weird. I was like, I, I just remember because I heard a, another podcast talking about it, how I think they got picked up by like one of the streaming services. So it was like a controversial thing because like for the for Christmas for the first time, I remember when I was a little kid, every year I'd want to watch the Frosty the Snowman special, the Charlie Brown Christmas special, the Rudolph special. I'd want to catch all these. You know what I mean? This was like my Monday Night Football back in the day. So <laughs> It yeah. was all of ours, but yeah. Exactly. So uh, I heard that that was like taken away. It was taken away from the youth of today because of the fact that a streaming service picked it up. Which, uh, you know, I guess, what are you going to do? Tanya, nowadays you can't fight City Hall, right? <laughs> I mean, you can't do a lot of things. Did you see what I posted today? I didn't, actually. I was not very active on my Th- social media. That's okay. Weekend. I posted that I felt like it was a great day to book a cruise. <gasps> oh, I did. And then you gave a bunch of dates? Well, yeah, I put the dates up and uh talked about where uh, well that no that was when i posted about maybe it's the pirates and pier runners one yeah that's but the one that i saw this so we talked about cruising and you on this show a few times before uh-huh. and i feel as though that you are not necessarily a fan per se but i feel like you can be converted i actually think that i would 
I, I, I might be able to get on that What do you cruise. think would happen first? You would go on a cruise or Schroeder can get with Peppermint Patty? I would go on a cruise. Really? Yes. All right, I'm going to get Schultz on the phone. I don't think he's... <laughs> he's dead, uh, honey. He's dead. Oh, maybe that's... Uh, <laughs> Let me get my Ouija board. So this is the thing. I, I'm going to I'm gonna try to pull a sell job on you right now. You know, oh, you, have a, you, have a, you have a lovely, handsome uh, fia- fiancois. Fiancois, yes. My fiancois. Yeah, I think... Listen, so... By for, the way, we introduced each other to other people that way once, and we have never done it again. Fiancois? If, no, fiance. We were like, that sounds weird, right? Oh, yeah. So he's just my forever boyfriend. It's hard. It's a tough... It's a fiance. We got to come up with a freaking American word for that. I don't think we have to come up with an American word for it, but like he it just... I think we were both weirded out and never revisited it. Really? Yeah, we were both like, that sounds weird. So he's my forever boyfriend and You know I, the kids now where they going with they're going with um they're going with person. I like that too. I've called him that though before too. And I actually just like reached the, out the person? <laughs> my person. He's my it? person. I like it. I dig it. And then uh, uh, another one they're saying with uh, Eric Church just recently reinforced um do do life with my person. Hey, you wanna do life? I, I want to do okay. life with my person. Huh. So, All right. so you don't like that one as much? Like no, the I, I mean, I, I maybe, who knows? I could not like it tonight and then two weeks ago, two weeks from now, I'll say, hey, we're doing life. So, so Tanya, for a romantic getaway with your life mate, it is what I would say particularly, you know, cruising is cruising. There's a lot of different cruises you can go on. I bet I can name 10 cruises right now that you probably wouldn't like or you would probably would be annoyed by going or it wouldn't be your thing per se but this particular cruise that i picked and i got to admit i got to i got to i got to call myself out a little bit here and you know i'm very rarely wrong you you could attest to that right tanya all right well i'm not going to get anything out of that but what i will say is i i will take myself to task on the fact that i have been shouting from the rooftops forget about cruising for a while it's freaking a mess it's a disaster you don't know if the cruises are going to get put off you don't know if uh they're going to get put back on you don't know if you're going to have to wear 16 masks you don't know have to you run through a lab before you're allowed to get on the ship vaccines i was like it's too much you don't know if you know you're cruising your cruise is going to be able to go to the stops that you want to go to or mm-hmm. the stops all this stuff if is, the stops will accept a cruise yes yeah, yeah yeah so like that's that was my point as far as all the anti-cruise for now talk that i've been doing but you know after a while if you're a cruiser and it's in your blood it's in your blood so first and foremost i'll say you know if you're going to risk on a cruise if you're going to risk going on a cruise this is the one because i will say also that this one is um far away it's late late august into september now i, thought I know you meant far away as distance no 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 i know what you're saying i probably could have been a little more clear with that but what i'm saying is it's like not till the end of summer labor day dare i say all right that's cool so labor day it's the tw- i believe it's the 29th through the 5th if i'm not mistaken it's a seven day voyage here's the beauty parts of it <gasps> go ahead I think that's kind of like where I get lost on on sailing and cruising is that it's like seven days. Like that's just. Oh, no, no. Don't you dare. I'm going to tell you, you're going (laughs) to wish it was 11 days. (laughs) I don't think I would. You will. I'm telling you, you will. Well, why? First of all. I don't Who know. wants a vacation to end? I never understood those people at the end of their vacation. I just want to get home. I oh, get it. Yeah, I'm you that got... person. Yeah, I know. There's so I'm, many. I'm also like, I'm also 
super duper neurotic before I leave where I'm like, all right, is the laundry done? Is everything packed? Do I have everything? Do I have extra of the other things? So that in and of itself takes a day. And then when I come back, I need a day to decompress. It and just then- exhilarates me. I can go back to, um, I'll say, me and my little cousin, well, he's not little now, but when we were little, I was like maybe 11, he was like nine. And my grandfather, uh, Tom Thomas Siragusa, he was one of my favorite people on the history of the planet. And we, um, we he's like, I'm gonna take us to Cooperstown. Oh no, this was Virginia. Virginia, we were gonna go to Bush Gardens. But he oh, li- I went there. Yeah, he was, lives in Deer Park, Long Island, and I had never been really out of East Rockaway. I'm just a little young kid, but Deer Park is out on Long Island. He said, we're going to spend the night at Grandpa's house, and then we're going to leave early in the morning because it's like an eight-hour drive. I've never done anything like this in my life. And when I woke up that morning and it was still dark out, my cousin wakes up, my grandfather's got the coffee going with the roll and he's got 10-10 winds on Mm -hmm. and the sun isn't even up yet and I'm listening to the news. I was like, oh, we're going on an adventure today. We're going to like, we're starting early. We're going to see this bridge. We're going to see that bridge. I don't even know what I was doing. That's such a nice memory. But I think it's that at that point that I realized that's why I love cruising so much too because what you realize when you cruise is that you're never there. You're never there. You're always going, going. to the next place. And and you don't and your closet is right here. Your closet's still the same. Everything's still the same. Your bathroom is still the same. And you are continuously on a journey. And every journey it, or every destination is ex- more exciting than the last one. It's like you're going, well, today we went to the Bahamas. Next Tomorrow, it's San Juan, Puerto Rico. The day after that, it's going to be St. Thomas. The day after that, it's going to be Turks and Caicos. I mean, how could you, could you, I mean, it flies by. That was the only thing. Like, it does kind of not fly by too bad on the sea days. But the minute the ports start hitting you, it just starts flying by and you just want to leave. But I get you, I get what you're saying. You're not alone in your wanting vacations to end when they're over. And being just as excited and happy to come home. As you are to go on the vacation? You're right, but I, I have to say you made a very compelling argument for that feeling of uh, that anticipation of the next stop, the next port. The, like that, yeah, that's a great feeling. Well, and that was that was exactly it. We were in San Juan and we're on a rooftop with a bunch of natives, locals hanging out, drinking, having a good time, getting hammered. And I'm like, this was supposed to be my take it easy day. This was supposed to be my chill out day, but I'm having one of the top five nights I've ever had in my life only to be ready for St. Thomas the very next day. What the hell is going to happen the next day? And yes, it was even better the next day. I think my style of um, vacation is more of a a relaxed, very chill. Like I'm going to take two days, do nothing, read a book by the beach or the pool have like do some day drinking nap eat good food and i know you didn't mean to walk into this based on what you just said tanya but like that's exactly why i like to cruise because i know some people are like that and a lot of people that i do go on vacation with are like that and i know i'm the opposite of that Mm -hmm. but then there's some days when i want to alternate i want to go back and forth i can you can do all of it when you go on a regular vacation it's you're there you're there, we're here. I get it. I, I do understand that. I think that's why once you find like your ideal travel buddy, 
you guys can travel anywhere. So I don't mind going to a new city and exploring and going to different restaurants or different clubs or, you know, uh, if the place has a national park or a lake or something that I would want to see. I have no problem doing that all the different days. I think part of why I like vacationing on my own is the scheduling. If I'm not feeling up for oh, it, yes, yeah, I, I think that's my thing is that I'm like, well, if I want to, I don't want to feel like if I don't go out and, you know, get off a, or deboard on board, undock, dedock. You, you're <laughs> so close. Dedock. Let's go with dedock. <laughs> if I don't dedock at this port, then, well, now I'm losing a whole day of something to do in a different place no, a different th island you that, know so i kind of feel like you're forced to do that and i don't like that no and that, um, you're not that way on a cruise the cruise is the absolute opposite because on the cruise you can absolutely just chill you can relax you can do whatever you want no i get that yeah. but then it's like okay well now we're the second day at sea and i'm like Oh God! Like I, I want to touch land again, and I didn't get the opportunity. I didn't take the chance that I had, you know, yesterday or whatever. Oh no, 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 no! You would mostly get off the ship. I mean, you, you, you're, you're asking for is like, that's a little unreasonable. I'm not saying like, <laughs> I wanna, hey guys, I wanna, let's I, turn this thing around. No, but no, but I'm saying you like, I want to, I want to relax today, but then I should have gotten off the ship yesterday, but now I'm pissed that I didn't. But right, right. I did what I wanted to do. But now, like, listen, the beauty of it is, is like you will be able to relax on the cruise ship and just chill out, especially we're going to we're going to talk about this cruise ship in a second. This is not your average cruise ship. This is, again, if you are a first timer, this the reason why you should take this cruise. And there's a reason why you shouldn't reason why you shouldn't is because you'll be absolutely spoiled. Like there's hmm. th there's nothing like this thing at sea. Like there's nothing. Well, there is. There's about four of them. And that's it. There, <laughs> No, out of the hundreds of cruise Yo, ships. Wait a backpedal right there. You were yeah. like, there's nothing like this. What I mean except is except maybe four. Yeah, this class of ships. Like every single other thing at sea is one thing. And then there's these four or is it four or five of this class of ships that's unlike anything that you have well, ever seen. Well, I mean, seen. you know, sell me, man. Six thousand people are able to fit comfortably on this ship and it is the least crowded feeling ship that there is. That like, right there is a huge selling point for me. That it doesn't feel crowded? That it doesn't feel crowded because yeah. I, I don't like people, so. Well, here's the thing too. The 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 food on this cruise ship is, you know, and I know you are a foodie and you like food and you're concerned about the food. You've said that you've you've had a concern about the cruise ship food in the past. I've eaten out with you a lot. We've enjoyed dinner. We've had. We've gone out. We've gone on like a lot of big group parties and stuff like that. Holiday dinners. Uh, oh, I know what you want to eat, and I'm telling you, this ship is an absolute wonderland of food. I forgot the number, but I'm thinking like something somewhere mm. like it's like 16 restaurants. Mr. Casabona, you are. No, no, no you, this is just me talking. Wait till I start showing videos to you after this. After this, All it's right. absolutely out of control, and uh, it, it, it's it's the biggest thing at sea. This thing, this is the first one. So this is the oldest of all of these giant double whammy style ships. So like it's. Uh, how could I explain it? You know how you look at a cruise ship and usually have the the regular part of the boat, the ship. And then you have on top of it, it looks like like a big hotel on top of it, yeah. right? This thing is twice as wide as normal. Mm -hmm. And there's 
two of those hotels, and then the middle is cut out to to be one side is a boardwalk like New Jersey, and the other side is a legitimate Central Park with a garden around <gasps> board. I'm so, liking this so much. It's out of control. All right, right I'm digging it. You got me with. And in the in that Central Park area, there is. A five-star steakhouse. There is an Italian restaurant. It better be. There is a um, there's like like a new level, like a gourmet French restaurant. Yeah, baby. And then there's like while you're there, you're literally you will. I promise you, you will forget you were on a cruise ship because then out of nowhere, a five-piece string orchestra comes out and he's in the courtyard entertaining all of them. That's I like it. It's free. It's freakish. There's a zip line on this cruise ship. Oh, all right. Well, I'm in. You're not into the zipline? No, I did it once and I was like, did it, done, don't want to do it again. Right. Well, yeah, it's, it's, and it's a fake. It's but I get it, but I get it's it. It's a cruise ship zipline, so you're not going to really, you know, going to really wow yourself. Um, um, so far, I'm, I'm digging everything that you're saying because you know, I do, I love, listen, I eat garbage, yeah. but I also love a great steak, a fine meat oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dish. And, and so some of this is for, for charge. But you could eat good on this cruise ship and never spend. They have this thing called the Central Park Cafe in the middle of Central Park. And it has, I don't know how, I can't explain why this roast beef sandwich is as good as anything I've ever had from like a, it may be the horseradish sauce with the gravy, with the uh, horseradish, with the with the bread. It's just so good. There's a thing called the Royal Promenade. And I love the Royal Caribbean for the Royal Promenade because it's like, it does look a little bit like a mall, but it's almost like your downtown area. Okay. Like it's like a, like a city center where you can kind of know your Starbucks is there. They have Starbucks on board. They have an ice skating rink on board. Shut so you can watch up. you can watch shows. You know what I mean? You know, you can ice skate too. Like during the day you can do ice skating, like Rockefeller Center. Oh, but man. you could also watch shows at night. There is a uh, oh the dive theater. The dive the aqua theater is and uh, and no other ship has tried to do this with these aqua theaters, but it's out of control. Oh wait, when you say dive theater, you mean like actual blue? It's a or- two story uh, aqua show. That we're gonna go through all this stuff. The, the listeners know what I'm talking about. I'll show you this stuff because you say dive, and I think dive no, bar. No, no, no. It's a dive. Yeah, no. It's Olymp. Former Olympic divers are hired to put on a dive show that actually has a plot. Wow. Yeah, it's freakish. Uh, it's 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 amazing. It really really is amazing. But the you want to? I, I bet you. I bet I bet you're wondering what the ports of call are. Yes. I bet you were wondering that, right? I I was. I didn't ask because I was still thinking about the food, the park, and the dive theater. Yeah. No. Uh, the the Italian restaurant is Giovanni's. Okay. They used to have a partnership with um, Jamie, Jamie Oliver. Okay. You know from the TV. Yeah, I know. But I think he 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 got he got me too'd, I believe. Did he? I don't know if he did. Batali did. Batali definitely got me three. He got me three. <laughs> he did. He got. He Batali got definitely. He, he had like got a dungeon or something. Yeah. Batali was a disaster. But uh, yeah, Jamie Oliver. Something happened with him. I don't know if it was a Me Too thing, but it was a PR thing, in which his restaurant empire had to I shut down. I think it always sucks when. Um, so I'm I'm not a big celebrity star fan so i think it sucks when people that i actually like get into trouble yeah yeah well you gotta just you gotta just see the story as always sometimes it's legitimate and then sometimes it's you know you gotta just use use critical thinking i guess but come on people it's not the 90s where you know yeah yeah there's two 
simulated surf machines. That I would love. You would do that, do. and you could do boogie, boogie board too if you're not comfortable I, surfing right away yet. You can I go on your stomach. Surfing. Yeah. And I didn't realize how you know. I mean, I was also heavier than I am now, so standing up on a board in a wetsuit is not easy. I would definitely do a simulated surf. I would definitely do a boogie boarding. Cones, if I you want to see Tanya stand up in a wetsuit <laughs> on a surfboard, this is going to be the cruise for you. So the ports of call, two of them to me, so it's a three-piece thing. Like, I'll, I'll say this. Nassau is one of them, Nassau and the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And for me, Nassau gets a bad rap. All right, so I am... Uh, we just I just stepped away for a second. I am looking at the audio. I know Tanya's a little low sometimes, and uh, that's just an equipment issue, and I do have to apologize for that. But uh, we're going to have that fixed next week. I got to get a new damn mixer, Tanya. Because believe me, I am loud. I can be heard. No, you're there. You're back now. Oh, now I'm back? You're back, but it's going to go out again, I guess, is the problem, and I do apologize. So hold Maybe on. I should just start talking the way that I speaking the way that I speak when I'm with my family and just start yelling things you're doing great so okay okay so, so, so Nassau, Nassau Nassau you want to say it Nassau that's fine too I'm okay with that Na- how do you say it Nassau Nassau there you go Nassau you're in Nassau right now I know you're in Nassau County so Nassau it gets a bad rap I think the thing about Nassau is you know listen it had had a reputation of a little bit of a, let's call it a rustic cityscape, a little inner city type of mentality. It is a very urban area. Is um, it like taking a cruise to the Bronx? <laughs> well, And I'm from the Bronx, I can say that, so yeah, don't no, come at me. You could say whatever you want. But uh, when I say urban area, I don't, you know, I don't mean like what the what the what the marketing is either. Like how they do, how they what they mean when they say urban when they market. When I say urban, I mean it's a city. It's a. It's not. It's uh, not rural. Okay. Yes. So like it is a city. It is a city, and you know it's very populated, and there's a lot of people that live there, and there are a lot of locals, and they're very welcoming to the tourists. In my, I've gone there and I've talked to the locals, and I've been like, you know, I'll go up to. You know, people running uh, certain attractions, whether it's the fort that they have there mm-hmm. or whether it's the pirate museum. And everybody's been so nice. And I've actually asked them, like, why do, you, why do you think you get the reputation, like, for being, like, a little bit hostile? And so, like, she, they're, they're always like, I know. I'm not, they, they say to me, they're like, we're not gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. It was that way a few years ago. It was a situation where, you know what, a lot of the people that were working in a lot of these places, you know, they... they they, they they had a little bit of an attitude or they were trying to just go because a lot of times they want money right they want everybody wants money so they're trying to sell you stuff if you don't buy what they're trying to sell right away they have an attitude with you i get that and you know of course there probably was a little bit of a crime factor going on too it's just again in any city center that's as populated as that you know i think you know you can really what do they say when you um you know what do they say when you want to when, when you're under attack when you're with a group of friends you know, oh, and you're like under a shark. You're, and there's a shark. Um, you don't have to be the fa- You don't have to be the fastest swimmer. You just, you just have, to, have be to be faster than the slowest. slowest. Others, right, exactly. However, that works. But my, my point <laughs> is that now we could have done that a lot better. But yeah, it's a very crass way to say. Just keep your wits about you. Look right. around and make sure you have your heads up. But it's not. It's what I'm saying. You walk around downtown Nashville in the middle of the day. You have absolutely nothing to worry about. There has there been incidents, maybe, but Nassau. You want to talk about. The food, the fresh conch, the uh, the fish fry, the fish and chips. I was uh, the having views. a conversation with my mom about fresh conch and fried and how Ugh. it's, you know. 
Eating There's so much like to that. do. There's endless things to do in Nassau. First of all, we can go to. Hold on, I'm sorry. Yeah. I had this conversation about eating fresh food like that while we were eating shitty Applebee's. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, curbside so, Applebee's. Sorry, go no, ahead. I got you. No, but I'm saying like there is. So here's my top five or six in Nassau, and people forget about all this stuff because. And the other problem is that it's so close. And it's such a big port that so many cruise ships go there. So people have been there so many times. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they like, oh, Nassau again. I think that's part of it. I'm not saying all of it, but I think that's part of it. So you have the biggest thing you could do there is go to Atlantis and you could go on the sickest water park in the world. That is a place that I had always wanted to go, but it's also like I'm a very gullible uh, consumer where if you show me a commercial for something, I'll be like, I want to go there. Yeah, No, it lives up. It lives okay. up to the hype. Even if you don't go to the water park, if you walk through the aquarium, it's it's so beautiful. The aquarium is so Really? I would love that. That it's is ridiculous. definitely something there's, I would There's love. nothing. Like literally you're walking and one window the size of this wall is a bunch of all black and yellow fish. And then you go past that. The next one is all eight foot sharks. Like, just you're like your window shop, and like you're at the mall. It's and the, and the room you're walking through is pitch black, so like you can see full view. It's so beautiful. And then you come out. See, but that might make me sad. Why? I don't think that they should be in captivity. Well, they they they're with their friends, and um, <laughs> okay. No, they have a whole like. Um, they have a. They're very, very conscious of that, and they take they they take the sharks on a walk a lot. Yeah, okay. They walk the sharks a lot. They have uh, people who work in conservation. People, you know, animal type shark people. You know those people that are into it. Dolphin you mean people. like marine biologists? Yeah, those and, people. Those people that you know, really are making sure people. that the sharks and the dolphins are happy. The water park is out of control, ridiculous. To where, like, if you like those types of slides, it's not my thing per se. And the best thing about the whole property. Mm-hmm. is the lazy river uh oh is that kind of like the one in texas i don't know about the one in texas you kind of like just float yes, down exactly and there is a fun part of the lazy river where it gets like whitewater rapids Ooh! but it's not bad it's like not like scary it's just because like, it's all kind of like encased it's still no, they do it on purpose there's still some safety yeah no the, the whole thing is safe it's very very relaxing and that one part is fun that's all it is but okay. then you, so you have atlantis then you have all the beaches, they have some beautiful beaches, whether it's Junkano Beach, which is right by the cruise port. Cabbage Beach is another beach. There's some beautiful beaches there. They have getaways. You could do little um, to Laguna Island. You could do like a full day on a private island and do all sorts of water sports and things like that. You can go fishing if you want to get a... I mo- like that. If you want to get a moped, you can wreck You can wreck yourself and get run over by a Jeep <laughs> on a moped. I've uh, done that. I've done that definitely. I actually got... I think you had a video of one of your... Well, look, you know the ambulance had to come get me. That I didn't know. You didn't know that? Uh, no. We'll talk about that later, but I was okay. bloody in the street. Oh, jeez. There was blood everywhere, and everything stopped. The whole intersection shut down. My entire sneaker <laughs> was a gaping hole in the sneaker. I was under I was under the truck. I was under the Jeep. I watched my f- leg get run over. It was a divine moment that I cannot explain to anybody. If you saw what I saw with my eyes, watching the tire go over my leg... I thought that what part the, of your leg you're uh like knee below the shin. knee or okay knee and shin, this whole this whole area and I was like I, okay so this is what happens now I'm getting helicoptered helicoptered off this island you drama queen there was no no it got I'm I, just kidding Tom I watched my leg you could feel it 
my leg is concave now. It was forever changed the shape of my leg. Of course. That sounds like a really traumatic accident. But I laid on the floor. I laid on the floor and everybody saw it. They saw what I saw. And everybody got out of their cars. The cab driver um, that was passing by got out. The woman who ran me over got out. Uh, I would hope so. And, and everybody saw me and they were like holding me down. They were like, do don't not look. Don't try to Don't look. Don't try to get up. Don't do anything. Yeah. And I laid there for a little while. I was like, oh, man. I was like... It was, I, in my mind, I was like, all right, so there should be pain. There should be pain. Uh, but I'm sure it's just adrenaline right now, and that's why there's no pain. So after like five minutes of laying there, I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to try to get up. And they're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. So they're like, all right. So there's blood everywhere, but I was like, let me get up. And I got up, and I was able to stand. And I'm like, well, this has to be like fake, too. This can't be real. And then I jumped up and down. And no were, no like not like running the Olympics. Like I just jumped just to stretch it out let's see what I could do turns out there was nothing wrong with the knee there was no structural there was just a bad bruise I couldn't walk like straight with a, I, I had a bad limp for the rest of the cruise I had made some friends on that cruise and they were like helping tend to me <laughs> I was on a solo cruise too Oh, you were? Was, yeah, one of my oh, shit, only man. two cro- solo cruises. That would have sent me into a complete like uh, emotional breakdown yeah. spiral yeah. where I would have, or I think because you're alone, or my personality and my way of thought, I think I m- may have been like, suck it up, chicken, no, like, well, that's let's what it do was. this. Oh, that, and then I got picked up by a cab driver. And I was like, I'm going back to the ship. That's it. They're like, no, you got to go to the hospital. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going back to the ship. I was like, I'm going to the drugstore. I'm going to tend to the wounds. I'm going to, you know, I don't want to go. I don't know about Nassau hospitals. I don't know Can what's going on there. Can you go on like your ship's... Uh- I went there. There was nobody home. So I said, screw <laughs> it. Yeah, there's nobody home. I knocked on the door and everything. There's they were like, home. hey, stupid. Didn't yeah. you know we're in yeah. Nassau? Right. So We're I, out. So I'm in the cab. The guys drive me home. First of all... Nothing came of the the, the 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 moped. The moped was in three pieces. Oh, really? All over the street. And no, that was it. No problem. Like, I never saw, heard from, nothing. I signed something. Right, right. I signed something, and they handed it to me. Go, you signed this. And I was so delirious. I was like, no problem, because I felt bad. I felt bad for the girl who ran me over. Because I was like, oh, well, that's. I, I didn't want I, you to like uh, feel like you. you that's weird, but I think that I can. I, I would have felt the same way. Right. So, so I felt bad for her. Then the cops came, and I think she was doing something she wasn't supposed to be doing. Oh. Because the cops came questioning me, asked, then they started asking her, mm-hmm. and she's like, um, "I, I'm on vacation," and he's like, "You, where are you staying?" I. Uh, she's like, "I." She's like in this van. No, she's like a captain. Now, a captain. I'm dating a captain. So she was basically living there, but I guess probably ran through her visa. Oh. And she was living with some boat captain or something or whatever. But either way, Nassau is an absolute blast as far as I'm concerned. There's this place called the Bar, uh, the Never Say Never Again Bar, which is on a pier all the way out into I've actually where, heard of that. Yeah, the James Bond movie was called that, and yeah. that's where they filmed it. Yeah. So that's where they put the pier. There's a Senior Frogs. There's, Nassau's awesome, okay? Okay, cool. First. But that's not the first stop. The first stop is in, weirdly enough, Orlando, Florida. It's not quite Orlando. It's Cocoa Beach or, or uh, Port Canaveral. But it's about 45 minutes away from Orlando. Mm-hmm. And 
I can show you. I can show us a good time in Orlando. You know, I lived there for a couple of years. I got some friends there. We go hit City Universal Studio City Walk, the bars and restaurants there. We could do that. We can go to the Orlando Eye. We can go. We could do a park. We could do Universal Studios or something. But eh, you know what? You don't get a full day anyway, so why bother? Right. But Orlando is the weakest of the ports, okay. I would say. But still, a good time to be had. Or. Dare I say, Tanya? I'm ready. We stay on the one the wonderland of a ship on that day. That's a possibility too. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that because this ship is an absolute beast that you cannot get to everything that you'd want to do. And I think po- probably one of the um, benefits with that is here we go if- <laughs> cruisers. Do you know what she's about to say? And she how good she is. She's getting it already. Go ahead, Tanya. If everybody else is off the ship, uh, then you just get to enjoy the ship. That's where she stole my heart. <laughs> I mean, I, um, see, but but that's the thing is that's how my mind works. Like, oh, is everybody yes. going here? Then I'm going to go where everybody yeah, Well, left. believe it or not, a lot of people are going to have the same plan. But it, you're right. It will be at least cut in half. And I think that people who are like I do law of averages of how many people this is their first cruise how many people have never been to Orlando how many people want to take advantage that they're in Orlando to go to one of the parks whereas people like you or I would probably be like we got this shit yeah like can I take this deck chair and just reserve it forever Oh, you're oh oh you touched on something there very controversial cruise topic uh oh do you know what you just identified yourself as? Oh, uh, a chair hoarder? A chair hog. A chair hug. A chair hog. Oh, a chair hog. Like you hog up the chairs. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I, I got it. I got it. On that same solo cruise, I heard like chair hogging in cruising is A, like the worst human you could be. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's also so common. Like I heard the chair hoggers in action. When I was leaving out of New York, first of all, I was leaving leaving out of New York. There was just like a lot of New Yorkers, not typical cruisers. A lot of loud, a lot of me. No, no, no. You're 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 a pleasure. (laughs) I'm talking about like a lot of those. You know how like who who are we kidding? New York people. We like, you know, as a people, we like the center of attention. We like to yap. We like to talk. We like to kind of always making the quick jokes new yorkers want to dominate the room there's there's been stories about the long island lady who yells and whines and there's been all sorts of stories about you go on these cruise ships and they're from new york everybody's trying to make jokes in the elevator about strangers it's just a bunch of loud mouths i get it i get it so what uh what i was going to say is that you were a chair hog no i heard these two chair hogs talking and they were plotting their chair hoggery for the next day they were what like, were they going to do? No, I heard them. I just heard them talking like, yeah, so tomorrow morning we'll get up at like seven. Nobody's even out there. Uh-huh. My wife, I had to get these clips. So these clips, you could, you could, you can clip the towel to the chair and that's all you got to do. You just put your chair there and the towel there and it's yours. You could do whatever you want all day and you just leave that towel there. Nobody touches it. It's great. I'm like, I'm really, this person's evil. This, this is- person is evil. And also, this person has never had to use the laundromat that is in the basement of their building or around the corner right, where it says, hey. But you'd also be hey, shocked at how common it is. They're, they're everywhere. I can't believe it. 
I will are. fight a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> and you and, the, and and people have it has happened. I mean, it's just it's so rude and inconsiderate. I understand the standpoint of well, I want to have a chair when I come back and blah, blah, blah. But it's also like, so nobody gets to use this one of the limited chairs that are available because you decided that when you come back, you can't be... Then rent a freaking yacht, lady. The audacity is beyond compare. The audacity is beyond comprehension. Like, it's just so rude and obnoxious. I'm trying to figure out which is worse, that or the people who just go out to restaurants and don't tip. It's like the same person. It's the same person. It's, it's the same It's got to be the same person. Ugh. So, and then the last stop, the crown jewel. Please lighten this mood. Are you ready? Ready. There's a thing out there. It's called Perfect Day at Coco Cay. I'll give you the history here. Okay. Coco Cay was an island in the Caribbean that Royal Caribbean owned, or at least uh, leased. It was theirs. That's everything. It was just a very, like you describe, a very relaxing, chill out beach day. Beautiful, relaxing, nothing disturbing you, beautiful water, everything. And that's how it sat. It sat right next to Norwegian's private island. You could actually probably walk from one island to the other during low tide. I, just, I was just about to say, you I can, probably you, just exaggerated Tommy, the shit out of that. You, you can't walk but, between islands. There's you, a reason they're called islands. Yeah. No, but you, prob- <laughs> you probably can come close. You could definitely swim it. It's not a bad swim at all. But I think on certain days you might be able to walk it because you see it. It's right there. You see the Norwegian ship. That sounds ship. really cool. It is cool. And they're, they're all over there. I'm actually going to look up pictures of it. They were all like the same. Like they were all like basically the same type of thing where it's like a relaxing island. Except Coco Cay. Coco Cay. They, a lot of people argue about that too. They say they want to call it Coco Key, even though it's spelled K, but whatever. We're not doing that now. Um, it is an incredible, gorgeous island but they put about almost a hundred million dollars into it mm-hmm. it now has the largest pool in the northern hemisphere wow swim up bar yes it also has the tallest water slide mm-hmm. it has all sorts of accoutrement mm-hmm. the accoutrement you want to hear this one? i gotta i gotta tell you this one this is a side one too what so me my friend joe my friend jp and another and friend chris yeah we were trying to go on a cruise. It was a four-dayer on the Navigator of the Seas. Okay. On the, the Mariner of the Seas. I saw that it was a great price, and I saw that it was leaving out of Orlando. So all you would have to do is drive up to Orlando, right? Found out later, two days later, after we were booked and paid in full, that the same exact cruise ship, its sister ship, the Navigator of the Seas, mm-hmm. was leaving out of Miami oh. for a hundred dollars less. So this is oh. like a, a forty-five minute drive versus a two and a half hour drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same ship with the same ex- itinerary, and the one in Miami was going to be cheaper. How do you? <laughs> but hold on. Do you take the kick in the nuts on that one? We, we had to. It gets worse. No. It gets worse. So it also punched you in the belly. It did a lot of things, and they were all bad. <laughs> they were all bad. We find out when we get to this beautiful pleasure island of gorgeousness, Coco Cay. Uh-huh. We get off the ship, and we're wondering why it's literally spring break for 25 to 40-year-olds. Oh, shit. We're trying to figure out what's going on on this island right now. There's a DJ. There's girls on people's shoulders. There's, there's girls beow, beow, dancing. Beow. On the, there's, it's, a, it's a wonderland 
of all women. We get there. With, what's going on here? Our ship, the Navigator of the Seas, we, we left Miami. It says this, is, this ship is a Mary Kay convention. Oh, oh. All hot makeup girls. Yes. My mother sold And we drove to Orlando for two hours to try to get on a bunch of, I mean, it's just oh, that sucks, people man. coming out of Orlando. But this particular sailing had two days in Coco Cay. Okay. So we were seeing the same people like two days later because this island was amazing. They had a DJ and they kept having to stop the music because it's a freaking family. They want it to be a family cruise, right, right. a family atmosphere. But the Mary Kay but ladies they, they were like. they kept taking their bikinis off. Let us get yeah. our eyeshadow on. Yeah. Look at this. It doesn't run. We got the best makeup. I have a pink Cadillac. You know that that's one of the things with Mary Kay is that like. They, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I have My a, mom sold Mary Kay back in like 82 or whatever. The girl in Orlando who worked for me, one of the most beautiful Venezuelan girls I've ever seen. She gave her life to Mary Kay. And that is, your mom could probably tell you, it's a cult. Yes. It's a full, and they have award shows like every, th- they have well, I don't stadium know if they size, still, they do. Still do, oh, they do ever. they? But I remember, like what I remember is, as a kid, my mom had these gigantic pink, what could only be described as like a, like a fishing box, like the fishing tackle boxes that like it opens up and it kind of oh, like yeah. accordions out, like a caboodles. And it was pink and it had just all of this stuff. And being a kid, I was so into it. And, you know, I'm, my mom did it for, I think she only did it for a year and then gave it up. And then I was just like, look at all this stuff we can play with. And I probably ate a bunch of lipstick too. No, it's crazy. The amount of like pageantry they have, like every Tuesday, there's always like 300 of them in some theaters or some hall somewhere. Uh, what is it called? M- it's not MMA, multi MLMs. These types of businesses have multi level marketing. Multi level marketing. Yeah. They have these incredible, like. No, you call it the dream cell. It's called the dream it's, cell. It is the dream cell. When I first. They make our dream cell look like, I mean, tame. Garbage. With, yeah. Like, these are beautiful women selling. And they have marches. They have like chants and marches. Like, look. Yes, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like a sorority. Listen, I got. Uh, they all get cars. You sell three pieces of makeup. You get a, your free car. <laughs> Everybody's getting. They're all beeping. not that much. But like these days, everybody is doing something like that. Whether you're selling wine, makeup, hair products, or, you know, whatever. But like I, I got sucked into it. Um when I was furloughed back in like April, I was like, yeah, yeah, I can sell wine. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, okay, that's great. And then we, we do these virtual wine tastings. And then I was like, yeah, no, I, I can't do this. Like, Yeah. No, so certain people can. And the people who are able to just like go and continue to do it, they'll, yes. make, a, they'll make a very good living. God bless them. All the time. And then they'll do it like a, it's, they'll sing I Will Survive. Yeah. By, you know, but either way, that was um, a very- All bo- those women are piece, missing a piece of their soul. This though. is a very edited portion of the show either way. But um, so that's all I'm saying is that Coco K is a wonderland. So you have this, I mean, and then the listeners know this is like the, the Oasis classes of ships are a wonderment. Now, this is the Oasis. A, it is the oldest one. Mm-hmm. But it is the newestly refurbished one. 
They did a whole overhaul on it. It's an absolute, and these ships, it's 2009. It might as well be a new ship in, in the grand scheme of things when you're talking about just how well they maintain these ships. So you have three good islands. You have a very, very good price. Now, all in before booze, uh-huh. this thing is going to cost about $1,700, $1,800 for two people. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, on that. Well, the value is ridiculous. You're talking about- Tell me with booze, because let's be realistic. With booze, here's, here's what you're going to do. What you're going to do is- you know, <laughs> $8,000 per person. No, it's going to be about, uh, ideally, it's going to be about $700 per person with the booze. $700 added on, and that's free drinking all week. But listen- you know, Well, that's cool, because Bobby doesn't drink. I do. Oh, he doesn't drink? He has like one glass of red wine and then he gets super sleepy. So you could buy one drink package. Yeah. So that's it. You could buy seven, 700 for the two I will you, drink enough for the both of us. No, buttons. I have zero doubt about that. <laughs> you will absolutely get your money's worth. You will 100% get your money. But think about if you were going to seven days, if you were going to do... He would... Uh, all you can uh, eat. He wouldn't come with me. You know who might though? Who? Lori. You're not going to be able to get... You, your fiance is going to let you go on a seven day cruise? Not let me. Tough sell. Not let me go on. Let He's going to say, all right, have a good time. Be safe. See, that's beautiful then. Because now if you can do that, then she pays her end and you're only paying for yourself. Yeah. And you'll kill it. You got you and Lori would. Have- but, but the thing is, is that Lori and I are very like, let's chill, read a book and not <laughs> talk to each other for a few hours. Yes. But I think she would be down for like some of the other fun stuff. You would have, listen. I have no more fun friends. You're my fun friends. I don't have like a desire to overly, I always say it, I don't like to always sell people on these things because maybe it's not for everybody. But knowing you for as long as I have and knowing what, and I'll say, like I said, this particular sailing has to offer. With this cruise is, I wouldn't say to go on a four-day Norwegian escape journey from Miami and back and, you know. No, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say enjoy that. that. I wouldn't say that stuff. But this seven-dayer, it's going to fly by. I'm promising you that. You are going to have a blast. You're going to, you know, you'll meet a few cones. There'll be a few cones. It won't be a Pirates and Pier Runners group cruise like the last one, but. I love that name, by the way. There'll they'll, they'll be another one of those coming up. But this will be a nice get-back-to-sailing starter cruise. And it leaves from 58th Street. That's dope. All right, so that's the cruise. We'll talk about the cruise a little bit more. And you got to show me what you were saying, like videos and oh, You're going to freak send out. Send it to me it. so that next week I can be like, oh, yes. I'm totally sold. Absolutely. So the Viking cruises, you know what Viking cruises are? I know what a Viking oven is. Yes, a Viking. This is not that. This is the Viking <laughs> cruises. They are more known for river cruising. And oh. a river cruise is a different type of experience. A river cruise is a longer boat. Well, it's not longer, but it's more long than it is wide or tall. It's meant to go down a river, and it's, you know, usually it's maybe 50 to 350 passengers rather than thousands, and it's totally more about the experience that you're going to get when you're on land. Like, you're going to stop, like, every single day. You're going to stop a couple of miles down How the road. How long do these cruises, river cruises usually last? They can go from seven days to 15 days. A to, seven to 15-day yeah. river cruise? Yeah, what are like, you cruising? The river, the, the Nile, the river, the Mississippi, the Missouri. Oh. The, you know the, the all sorts of those long, the Missouri River. There's all sorts of rivers that you can spend okay. a long amount okay. of time on. Okay, but uh, <laughs> they also have ocean cruises too. So they have uh, some ocean ships. Been their ocean department 
is up there with about as luxurious as you can get. I don't think I'll see ever see myself on a Viking cruise. It's not really my speed, but they are they led the forefront as far as canceling when this whole epidemic came out this pandemic started coming out everybody was like oh, i wonder what's going to happen for cruising i wonder what's going to happen for cruising and i was like you know maybe they'll cancel some voyages maybe it'll be all viking shut it down what kind of company are they like uh, are they swedish or uh i i believe you know what that's a good question Scandinavian or something? i believe they there are european but i'm not 100 percent sure directly where they're from but so they were the first. They've been ahead of this the whole time. They shut down the cruising first, and everybody was like, whoa, that's a little drastic. You know, eight months later, nobody's cruising since. <laughs> but, you know, they were a little drastic. They weren't drastic. They were appropriate. But now right. they're also leading the charge in saying that they are going to do daily testing when they return to sea. So you had a uh, little statement here from the chairman, Torstein Hagen, and he said, with daily testing, it's possible to eliminate and sp- uh, the spread of the virus on board our ocean and river cruises and uh it's going to be for all crew members and all passengers they're going to the process that they're going to do it by which is going to be in the stateroom so in your stateroom when you wake up somebody's going to knock on your door come to your room and administer the test well i guess my only question is that sounds like it makes sense because remember when we were talking where well i'm sorry when you were talking with me and you were like what happens if you test positive or if your temperature goes up she was like i don't know man i guess you just stay there yeah no it's true um so uh, how thoroughly are these ships being cleaned every night because these are all the doorknobs, all the doors, everything that anybody would ever touch. And people are weird and touch everything. They clean these damn ships at an, but almost, how thoroughly? at an almost obnoxiously thorough level to begin with during peacetime. Mm-hmm. When there is, no, there is no disaster, you see them cleaning stuff left and right. Because cruising always had that reputation of just of like, you being know what? You a have floating to, cesspool. Yeah, a floating Petri dish. Like yes. they'll say like, you know... Because, you know, it's a controlled small area. And that's why. Like, But they will be cleaning, I mean, hysterically on these cruise ships now. Mm-hmm. They're doing stuff on this cruise ship too. Like Viking all, is also taking other protocols. They have new air purification technology standards that are in place. That's the other thing is yeah. that so many people are worried about um, like not just air filtration, but, you know, we're all breathing the same air and yeah, if somebody's yeah. just sitting there enjoying a cup of coffee well now we all have to just breathe your yeah. air well no like i said yeah they are they are going to do something about that they are going to have the new air purification technology put in place they're going to have temperature checks upon check-in you're going to have to fill out a questionnaire which is always kind of like uh you know they did that for a while then they stopped it but the questionnaire is whatever it's basically a liability thing it's putting it on you if you uh you know if you say you're not sick and it turns out you are, maybe there'll be a little bit of liability issue for you there. There's a crazy one. This is what I guess, I guess, I think I saw this in the grocery store the other day. They have robots that run around with UVC lights to disinfect public areas. So you'll just be walking around and you'll see a robot roll up on you that's spinning. That's kind of like, I guess it's got sensors. Yeah. No one's going to run into people. You saw that? I saw that, but I didn't think that it was in New York. I thought that it was like, in Korea, well, they have it there, but they I have didn't it, they have see it on it. Long Island too. Really, rolled right up on me and had a I, big smiley face on it. I'm very impressed. Yeah. All right, let's move on to a non-cruising story. Okay, cool. So there was a gentleman uh, from Canada. 
He drove, this is a, a crazy story. Uh-huh. A gentleman from Canada drove an American family over 1,000 miles to Alaska huh. after she got stranded with her family in a snowstorm. Now, Aww. this is a thing where you're going to question. Is the, this a feel-good story? It's, or a, feel, it's, it's a feel, really oh, feel-good feel story. And then yeah. he chopped them up and he ate them. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> I'm so like, the, so this, please don't make me go, oh, and then be like, what the? No. So this, this woman named Lynn, she decided to drive her children from, dare I say, Georgia to Alaska. Lynn, you stupid bitch. Well, I don't know if that's a nice thing to say to somebody. It's but not, but... Her husband was up there. He was uh, stationed up there in the military. Oh, God. Now I feel terrible. Yeah, you call her a stupid bitch. I mean, that's a little... <laughs> that's a little I feel that's awful now. Minusing some points in the likability department on the airways, <laughs> but that's all right. She doesn't mean it. Lynn, she was trying to be noble, a, noble woman. Yeah. So the guy was up there fighting for our country and our freedom. Oh, and, shit. Uh, her so she she takes her kids but i i mean i don't disagree with you i may not have said it like that through the journey she encountered some obstacles she seems like she did plan everything properly but you know what the great philosopher mike tyson said once in a post fight mm-hmm. interview everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face regardless lynn took all the proper precautions she sorted out all the details that were necessary like the paperwork uh, she dealt with the canadian government the approval process was taking longer, though. So she was doing the right thing, but it was like, can I get through the country? Can I go? It's COVID-19, crazy times. Yeah, it was going to be all right, but it was just taking, she, the paperwork was backed up. So she had to leave. She wanted to leave in early fall, but due to the delay, she had to wait deep into November to be able to start the trip. Okay. All right. Little glitch, but no big deal. So far, still so good. And then she went. So for the first 3,000 miles, everything seemed absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. 3,000 miles would be yeah. from Georgia to... Basically to the top of the country almost, maybe. Well, where or is just she across. going north or is she She's going probably, diagonally? I'm guessing she probably went across. I don't know the interstate across she took. Across and up? Across and up. But once she gets to the um, other side of the country, mm-hmm. the Canadian officials reminded her that she had just a few days to pass through the country or else she's going to be in violation of these new COVID-19 rules and she would be forced to turn around and go back the way she came. Whoa. So not good, not ideal. So she kept driving. Uh, Her intent was to stay on schedule, but as she began driving, a nightmare scenario started to develop. She was punched in the face with what they call, uh, I didn't never heard this term, a whiteout storm. Oh yeah, that's where it, like you're blinded. Yeah, you and uh, everything's just white. You can't see anything. It's yeah. snow. Looks like the mountains. Looks like the street. Looks yes. like everything. Have you ever seen Eiffel truckers? The next thing was it. She <laughs> lost traction in her oh, tires really? uh, along the mountainous route, and she ran out of windshield wiper fluid. Oh my god, the poor thing. Yeah. So damn it, Lynn. I'm so sorry. So now, oh, she had pets too, by the way. So with a car full of animals and children, over three thousand miles from home, with nothing besides her car that was her only mode of protection against these elements uh her entire family these i mean these these, like i said these what is she gonna do please tell me they're alive please tell me they're alive i mean she did you know what she did do she did probably what i would have done she pulled over went into a gas station and just started crying um (laughs) i'm sorry if that was so loud i wasn't expecting it that was pretty loud i'm sorry so the first act of kindness came from a woman a woman walked in 
uh, took one look at her tires, oh, God. and she said, "You have summer tires." Yeah. Uh, and she she's like, "Oh, you got them in South Georgia." You know what I mean? Yeah. You go get your tires in the South Georgia pine and the red dirt. You know, Zach Brown band tires. I don't know what that means. You're gonna have a problem. Zach Brown Band. They're from Georgia. They're yeah, okay. Good, good band. You uh, you know, you need those North Pole Ice Road Trucker Metallica tires. So the woman took her to a tire shop and showed her what type of equipment she was gonna really need. Now the stranger, the woman, went on Facebook to find some soul, some kind enough man or woman, anybody, to come and drive her family on the final stretch of the run because she was not feeling good about this drive. She's from Georgia. She's got no business where she is right, right now. Right, right. She has no experience yeah. driving in the snow. Oh, and all she had was another quick, brutal, brutal 1,000 miles yeah. to go. Uh, so, you know, this this could have been, by this woman, it could have been an act of kindness or it could have just been the beginning to a typical horror movie. Um, hmm. I guess in Canada, people tend to really trust each other. So, uh just like from a movie you wouldn't believe, a gentleman by the name of Gary Bath, who was a Canadian, former Canadian ranger, who, of course, this is like, like a, a mountie. Like, like he came out and he, this guy actually trains the military. This movie wrote itself right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't believe it. He trains the military on methods to survive in the Arctic. Uh, he mm-hmm. answered the call. And now it wasn't lost on Lynn that she was going to have to make a tough call here. But ultimately, she took a chance. I mean, you know, she 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 gave up the keys. She had to like. She basically said to herself, like, oh, I can, uh, I can say I don't trust this guy, but what am I supposed to do? Do I take a shot? And it's go a game of survivor. Gut? Yeah, exactly. Or do I, you know, I guess so. That was it. You know, the the the. the they go up. They go up. He drives her like an angel of a man. She said they got along famously. It was like a reunion between two old friends. And this, the, the weird thing is, the story stops there. You know what I mean? So now he's up there a thousand miles away. She's up there. Unless maybe he hung with the family all week. I don't know, but I would. I don't know, but I'm just so happy that the story ended positively and that it wasn't like. And this Canadian Mountie actually, yeah, but had I a mean, very deep, deep past. And I know I'm cynical. I know I have that edge to me. And I am cynical. Right. I think I'm more cynical but than you are. Let me ask you this though. So he, so they get up there. This guy shows up. The husband, the husband's there now, and now she's got this dude that drove them up. Mm-hmm. If I'm the husband, I'm like, I'm looking at this guy deep into his eyes. <laughs> like, Let me get this straight. <laughs> my wife, my wife, you drove my wife a thousand miles through the tundra. Mm-hmm. Goodness of your heart! Now I'm going to be eating my mashed potatoes with me all week for Thanksgiving. Or you could see it on the other the other way and say, Hey, you helped up my wife and children and pets. Yeah. And you are an angel, and thank you so much. Please spend every Thanksgiving with us. Here's one for you, Tanya. You love cats, don't you? I mean, yes. You do, right? Aww. So there's this place in Russia called mm-hmm. the State Hermitage Museum. Wait, Hermitage. Did you say that? Hermitage. Okay, I was going to say. Hermitage? <laughs> I don't think you said that right. It is what it is, okay? <laughs> the State Hermitage Museum in St. Petersburg. <laughs> We're going to give it a new name. We're giving it a new new name. It is this large and popular museum. And since the 1700s, it was known for keeping about 50 cats in the basement at any time. So it's a beautiful museum. If you go downstairs into the basement, there's, there's 
Wait, why are you crying like I'm that? I'm still laughing at oh, from him. mispronunciation? <laughs> because you said it, and I was like, that's not right, is it? No. It's, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was very funny. Wine's kicking in, huh? <sighs> right. So anyway, so they kept like anywhere from 50 cats in the basement. Yeah, so there's cats running around the basement. It's a basic giant Schroeder, Schrodinger's box. Downstairs. So the cats were on site mainly to do what? What do you think they were there for? Killing rats. Right. Or at least, well, you don't have to put it like that. Maybe mice. just like chasing the rats away or chasing the mice. But yeah, there probably was. It probably did end in a they murderous were the pest execution. Yeah. They were the pest control. That's a good way to put it. They ended up over the years becoming a legendary story of their own. So much so that these cats, they ended up with their own Instagram accounts and anyone. What people, is it? Because I will follow right now. I know you will. See, people were fo- fond of this <clears throat> museum. So, you know, the hemor- 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 hemorrhaging museum. The- <laughs> So they love the museum, (laughs) and the cats are down there hanging out. Somebody starts an Instagram account for the cats. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was an issue in the basement. Now, it clearly could have used some work. Uh, they don't go into too much detail on what the problem was, but I'm, you know, guessing some sheetrock, some pipes, whatever else it was, some cement, whatever, whatever it was. Asbestos, yeah. So a gentleman, let's call him a considerably wealthy French citizen. And we'll call him that because that's the only information they gave. His new uh, name is Pierre. I think they gave his name, but they, he's a, a wealthy French citizen. Uh, the, the citizen's the important part of the word, I guess. Citizen? What do you call? Hello, I'm because a, he's not a Russian citizen. He's I'm a French Thomas citizen. Ca- I'm a Thomas. Ca- I'm Thomas Casabona, American <laughs> citizen. Well, I mean, if you well, we were, we could have said he's from France. You know, if you were in, announce him as a citizen, an expat. Sure. So I don't know, man. He put these cats in his will. Oh my god! He died. But they found out when he died that these cats were in his will for the repairs that were needed. Do you believe that? No, but I love this. And you need to share this story with me so that I can share it with my fellow cat people. I absolutely will. I follow so many cat stories. I also, I follow Beth Stern and she fosters cats Oh and yeah, kittens. she's very, very big. Howard Stern's wife of uh, 75 years younger than him. <laughs> As no, a but very, very uh, affluent animal activist. She does a lot of great work on Long Island. North Shore Animal League, all that stuff. When I used to be a fan of Long Howard Island Stern. Long Island vet specialist. Before Howard Stern sold his soul, I used to be a big fan uh-huh. of him. Well, uh, they have, uh, you know, they've fostered many, many cats. And, yeah. you know, uh, and but also like she finds home for, for finds homes for dogs and, and stuff yeah. like that too. It's not just like, you know, oh, you know. Only cats, but yeah. um, so these cats are hanging out there. I love that they are, um, you know, they're taken care of by a lot of volunteers and some regular part time employees of the museum, so they're fine. But now they have some upgraded new digs to call their home. Now, the craziest part of the story, Tanya, you want it? I want it. You ready for it? Ready. The French citizen mm-hmm. had never been to the museum. All right, so he was like um, an absent donate don- donator, right? But he only knew about this because I mean, think about this world we live in right then now. Then he with the has power that much media. money. Well, he's got money. That but he's well, like, you know what? I want to do well with these cuts. Uh, exactly, les shots. That's uh, Tanya. As Tanya, I do uh, apologize for the cultural appropriation. <laughs> the queen of uh, bad accents. The well, whatever you want to call it. It was well, an assault on France in so many ways, than, more ways than we can count. But either way, say lave. I'm so sorry. It's just crazy how we live in a world that this guy never even went to this museum, never went anywhere near. Probably, I don't even know if he's ever been to Russia. I but like because it so much. of Instagram. He hears about these cats, and he. Actually, and he's a wealthy guy and he's got plenty of family. So there was a lot of money that went out to all his family. They were very, very well looked after. But 
these cats got a little taste too. I'm and digging good for him, it. Right? I like it. That's like that's that makes me feel uh, good and about Hope. humanity. Hope. Yes, yes. It, it makes me feel like okay, guys, we're not all bad. Like some of us are continuing to do really well. All right, and it's just by treating each other well and right. nicely and humanely, which is weird that we use the word humane when speaking about animals. Yes, you're right. That I never thought of that. <laughs> Tanya, first we started talking about cats, and okay. now we're continuing on the Tanya train. And this one's about, to me, it's not directly about it, but to me, this is a story about the Bronx. Oh. But it's not. Where'd it be? Okay. So another story that kind of hits a little close to home for you, Tanya. There will be a new event at the Olympics in 2024. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. Are you ready? The B-Boy and B-Girl. The event will debut in the Summer Olympics, and it, it will be called Breakdancing or Breaking in the Olympics. All right. You're not excited about that as you are about the cats. <laughs> because I'm trying to process it. This is the first time that I'm hearing Tanya's about it. Tanya's from the Bronx. Hip-hop is started in the Bronx. And I don't know where breakdancing was started, but I know where it was all around New York City well, in like the late 70s, mid to mid-80s. Breakdancing was a thing. I can, I can remember like it was yesterday. super cool. And I remember my brother putting cardboard down on the floor. And, and those rich kids had linoleum. <laughs> we had that like really hard, hard floor. Yeah. My brother putting cardboard on the floor and trying to do like head spins. Your brother was a renaissance man. My, yeah, because Between he was the into guitar, the guitar, the, the guitar, and I have and bre- same same with me. I can't. And I, I didn't try. I didn't try to break dance. Well, I have pictures of him with his hair when he was trying to grow it, like Eric Clapton. Oh, he got caught in the middle a couple times. I, I have. Did he, did he forget where he was and start break dancing in his denim on denim and Canadian he, tuxedo with he the was backpack? Like, wait, 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 with like his rolled up socks. <laughs> I have like the guitar that our grandfather gave to him yeah. so that he could become the rock god that he wanted to become, right. but. But he did put down, I mean, we grew up on Sedgwick Avenue in the Bronx, which 1520 Sedgwick, it was yep. supposedly the, the home, birthplace. birthplace of hip hop and they wanted to rename it Hip Hop Way or Hip Hop Boulevard or they something. Should. My brother's 10 years older than cool I am. Cool Herc, DJ Cool Herc. Yeah. And they have like the flyers. Yep. Um, and, he, you know, he would try to do this and he sucked at it. If he if he was really yeah, I, he, my brother just sucked at it that shit, like most kids. That's not but for everybody, man. Do Come I on. think? I mean, I don't know. I, like this is really fresh news to me. But I guess I think I'm selling myself on it right now. No, it is cool <laughs> because I think it's like yes, it's creative, but there there is a lot of technical merit there. Yes, no, totally, and especially the see. I got a problem with it. Okay. I, I, initially, I think it's cool too. By first glance, why not? You know what I mean. It was there was a time when you would never think skateboarding would be in the Olympics, or right, or like snowboarding, that, snowboarding, or all sorts of stuff. But the event will uh, will debut in the Summer Olympics in Paris, and like I said, it would be called breakdancing or breaking the the WDSF could not be world something world, world dance federation dance sport federation the World Dance Sport Federation could not be prouder. I don't know if that's grammatically correct, but that's what they said. It is. It is? It would not be more proud? No, could not be prouder. Could not be more proud? 
Either yeah. one works. It does. Okay. More proud to have, and you do say that with confidence. So you, you could be wrong, but I don't you know. Do somebody say, on Facebook, Facebook is going to totally like smash my face in a pie. We'll see. Uh, proud could could not be prouder to have breaking included. I'm just picturing white white people saying that though. It's could, to have breaking included. I in imagine Paris French people saying it. Breaking. Or, <laughs> we thank everyone who has helped to make this possible. The executive board of the IOC, the Paris 2024 organizers, the WDSF staff, and most importantly, the breaking community itself. Said Sean Tay, president of the World Dance Sport Federation. Do you know why they call it breakdancing, Tanya? Um, tell the cones. I think. Well. Here's my guess because you had to break down the boxes. Oh my God, that's not even close to true, and I think it's awesome. I oh. wish that was true. Okay, why? That is hysterical and awesome, and it actually, I'm going to make a motion to move it to that is why. <laughs> okay, why? You got to break down the boxes so that you could dance on the sidewalk on the on the concrete. I I legitimately love that. I is that I not it? Was. It's not. Listen, it, no. I didn't make this shit up. I'm sure no. that I probably heard this like somewhere no, throughout my lifetime no there's in there in in hip-hop songs back in the day there was something called the break beat and oh okay in the song it's it's like if you if you listen to it you know oh when it, it goes like, to the break to the to the to the break like oh no that's it's to a, the bridge it's like a bridge yeah, the bridge uh, the, there's a breakdown in the song like you you'll hear the song i'm embarrassed the by chorus, that please cut it out and then you'll hear the when they're going into the third verse or something they'll be like sing the break it'll just be like the percussion Huh. And it'll be the funky part, like, and then they go back into the song. Okay. It's like literally the middle of a song that has nothing to do with the rest of the song, and then it jumps back into the song. So what the DJs would do, that part of it was like an extra kind of like funky fill, like a fill. Where they would like, uh, and the, and the DJs- Take up their time. They would take that part of the song, isolate it, and put it on repeat. Yeah, Biggie used to do it. Remember? And now sing the break. Yeah. The break, exactly. It's the break part of the song. It's a little break. Huh. They call it a break from the rest of the song because it's different from the entire rest of the song. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll, maybe, maybe I'll play one on the Patreon or something like that. By the way, did you guys know I have a? I'm kidding. I won't do it right now. Eh. But it's uh, it's it's the break beat. So then there was a whole movement of dancing of people that the DJs got together and would just play the break beat portions of the song. Yeah, there's a great great Netflix show, the show The Get Down. That's definitely something that I think you would get into. This whole event, getting back to the event, I, I assume this is going to be like well-trained dancers, streamlined over like, you know, it, it's going to be like something, it's it, it's the Olympics. So it has to have an athletic connotation to it. Right. I would imagine. But I guess it's going to be like really kind of whatever. I, I was just imagining, I was selfishly wishing and imagining it would be like how you know what the actual root of break dancing right. the actual root of the art form listen when they talk about cultural appropriation i i always make fun of the whole like getting too sensitive and things like that type of era but this is that to me in its very form like i hope i know they won't but i hope they would pay tribute to like the forefathers could you imagine they won't like but could you imagine if you're home like what they should really be doing they should have like you should be able to have 40 ounce bottles on the, on <laughs> that's the, on the now that's being a little bit like you should stereotypical. Have, but that's but that's what it was but it wasn't actually all of that it a was a lot of it was but, but i it, saw from what i saw in the nassau coliseum at a metallica concert they would they, you know the, the break dancers would gather around and they would the have break the, dancers at a metallica yeah, concert it, because it was just nassau 
also a coliseum and what it was was this rising art form that it became like it was becoming mainstream and these kids were not worried about metallica or they could have been metallica it could have been rod stewart playing in the arena they were going there with their linoleum their cardboard and their tip buckets and their and their boom boxes and they were gonna and it worked people were out there like what are these kids doing mm-hmm. and they were throwing them money and they were like oh this is like a a new kind of like art form but they should have like it they should pay tribute it should go back they should have their gold chains they should have their adidas sweatsuits uh i don't know they should be proud you know it was dangerous they should if if, if, listen if somebody's from sweden doesn't get stabbed for cultural appropriation this is not a real thing like somebody (laughs) should get stabbed at these things I want to see in the Olympic Village. I want to see old school people t- graffiti tagging up the building. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Like, then how far do we take it? Like, do we just start tagging up yes. on all the, the trains and, and buildings? Because like, this is what the article talks about. And when they talk about this is how lost they are, Tanya. This are they? How, re- can you send me the article? I will. But this is how lost they are. Like, we're going to throw it back. It's going to be like old school. And you know what they refer to throwing it back as? What? Those early two thousand movies, it's gonna be just what? like those early two thousand. Like you got served. I am like you got served. Personally insulted. That's what I'm saying. I think, you know, it, it, this offended me on a level where but they don't even mean anything bad by I it. Know, I know but that it's they still, don't. Still, I agree. But it's I just agree like, with you. But the same thing is, is like, hey, guess what? I'm not gonna give you a lecture about something unless I've done my homework All about I'm it. Is if you are like one of those old school b boys that invented this shit. You were poor. You had nothing. You were drinking 40s in the park with your friends, listening to DJs, rapping a little bit here and there. Yes, putting graffiti up on buildings. And you're going to watch this in the Olympics. You were one of the first crews that ever came up doing this. And now you're going to watch this on the like, Olympics. What do you become? And then when they want to give somebody credit, they're going to give Julia Stiles credit. Right. From, uh, right. From, 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 from Save what? the Last Dance. Save the Last Dance. Or, or, like, or Jessica Alba from You Got Served. Or Drumline. Or whatever all these movies. Drum, that, Drumline was a dope movie. Like they, I love that movie. They were, but I know what you. I know. I know what you're saying. And I think there's going to be a billion people that will be pissed oh, yeah, about yeah, it. It'll get marched on. And and it should be. I believe it should be. I think it's bullshit. Like, oh, you're going to take this and make it into. I, I mean, like, yes. okay, fine. So make parkour. Now you get what I'm saying. Freaking uh, Olympic sport. Parkour. 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 You ever do parkour? I mean, if it means bouncing off of my couch and onto the floor, then yes, absolutely. Yes, that's uh, that's. <laughs> I got nothing. Listen, I got stairs in my apartment, and I'm so surprised I haven't fallen down them yet. Ladies and gentlemen, we've said a lot. Tanya, did you want to bring it, bring anything up today? Um, I did. I have one. I guess this is going to be the button. Yeah, let's do let's do one. Um, did you know that Lifetime was making a movie regarding with um about colonel sanders sanders from kfc kentucky fried chicken yes did you know that this was a movie that's coming out soon no i did not yes it's called a recipe for seduction really yeah mario lopez stars as mario lopez is gonna okay so they got it back then he's colonel this is a reverse breakdancing <laughs> cultural appropriation 
if the oh, break if, man, if the timing break, was great on if that break, if julia styles can come out and be celebrated as the godmother of break dancing then yes <laughs> well, they could put she... they could put mario lopez as the, so, the head guy of, of, of uh, who made colonel sanders he's famous. colonel sanders i have no idea what this movie is going to be about it's a lifetime movie and when i first heard about it i said something to my friends and they were like mm, that's a joke and like that's a that's a, like a new meme yeah and then it's not listen guys if i am being just the most gullible person or being trolled hard I, by i did see something like this and i'm thinking maybe you sent it to me i don't know did you send anything to me on this um, maybe I did because I did see a vision maybe of you just Mario Lopez in passive aggressively like scrolled past oh, and you were gracious. like this dumb dumb yeah well you know what you know what this is this is just another example of 2020 being 2020 <laughs> 2020 being 2020 2020 doing 2020 things I wonder what their story is gonna be yeah I, I had mean, so many jokes for this with my friends and then you know I was it, about like 11 herbs and spices and drumsticks and breasts and thighs I, I bet they were all amazing when you told us because I don't you, have you any of said, the jokes you just said drumsticks I just said a I'm bunch trying of, to see where you were going all with I said was words spices and, because you know that spices <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta give me more I know I know I know I can't it. back it up because I have to I I should have gone back and like looked at my friends all right well listen a famous Man. boxing uh philosopher once said everybody has a plan until you finish the podcast really strong <laughs> and that's gonna be it tanya say goodbye to the people goodbye everybody boat drinks cones boat drinks cones <laughs> <laughs>